Howdy, howdy. Welcome to uh, episode 210 of Keeping Up With The King and 210 and we're starting Matthew 21. Wow, that's like, I guess, 10 episodes per chapter. So anyway, uh, <laughs> I guess without further ado, let's take a look at Matthew chapter 21. It says, now when they came well, maybe I should start reading this and actually read the words that are there on the page. Huh? All right, let's try this again. Now, when they drew near Jerusalem and came to Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village opposite you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Loose them and bring them to me. And if anyone says anything to you, you shall say, The Lord has needed them. And immediately he will send them. All right, so this is this is beginning the beginning of what we would often refer to as the triumphal entry or the triumphant entry, and so at this point we we suddenly see a very big shift in uh, in Jesus here, and I think the shift is at least the shift that I noticed is a shift from what he's said previously, which was when he was healing people. When people would recognize that he's the Messiah, he would say things like, see that you tell nobody. See that you don't tell anybody. And now we're going to see this shift to where Jesus isn't just saying, don't tell anybody. But he's actually setting up, setting events into place where they're going to proclaim him as the king of the Jews. Which, as we know, or hopefully you know, if you've been listening along with me uh, as we've been doing these, the book of Matthew is written by Matthew, a Jew, written to the Jews about the king of the Jews. And so this is important stuff. And so we see here that Jesus says, go, he tells two of his disciples, go find a, find a donkey with a colt with her, loose them and bring them to me. And if anybody asks you, hey, what are you, what are you doing? Why are you stealing my donkey? Just say the Lord has need of them. And immediately he will send them. Which I think is kind of crazy, right? If you really think about it, somebody says, uh, you know, somebody's stealing your donkey and it's baby and you go, hey, what are you doing? Uh, God has need of it. Oh, oh, okay. Well, in that case, go ahead. I mean, it's, it seems very unlikely. And yet, um, I wouldn't say it's miraculous, but it's, it's definitely God's hand at play. Um, so he says, if anyone says anything to you, you shall say the Lord has need of them. And immediately he will send them. So verse 4 says, And this was done, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king is coming to you, lowly and sitting on a donkey, a colt, a foal of a donkey. And that's from Zechariah 9.9. 9. And so this is, again, Matthew pointing out, like Jesus does this very strange thing. Thing, he tells them to go do this and it's that it might be fulfilled now this to me is kind of an interesting one because where jesus was born um his father taking him to uh to egypt uh herod try, wanting to kill him uh jesus being crucified the soldiers uh gambling for his clothing while he's on the cross, all these things that are a fulfillment of Old Testament scripture are not things that Jesus has really 
any hand in, right? Being born in Bethlehem, uh, growing up in Nazareth, these things, while they are fulfilling prophecy, it's not like Jesus said, hey, I'm going to go fulfill some prophecy. This is one, actually, that I think you could probably say, hey, yeah, he kind of set this up, which is okay. I mean, there's nothing, I don't have any problem with that. Um, I've written, I've ridden cults before. And um, not the cult of a donkey, but I've ridden cults of a horse before. And if you're not familiar with this, you don't just get on them. You don't just hop on one, uh, especially if they're still with their mom. Um, generally, if they're still with their mom, they're uh, two years old or younger. And if you're going to ride a two-year-old, you got to prepare the two-year-old in advance. In other words, there has to be some training that goes on beforehand. Um, now, some people say it, there doesn't have to be. I guess that's true. There doesn't have to be, but you know what? It makes your whole life a whole lot easier, and there's a whole lot less chance of you getting bucked off and stomped on uh, if you do some work ahead of time. If you prepare the donkey, I'm sorry, if you prepare the colt um, by ground doing groundwork. Uh, years ago when I was doing these types of things in, in college and teaching in college uh, to do uh, horse training and colt breaking things, you know, there was, there was a lot of time spent uh, preparing that colt before you ever got on its back. And so I kind of love this, that Jesus does some, some cowboy and that he just hops on this, um, this foal of a donkey and somebody who um, is not overly familiar with livestock. You might not think that this is anything special, but um, it's a pretty cool thing when you get on a donkey that's never been ridden before and you just sit on it and then ride down a road where there's tons of people waving palm branches at you. Um, again, if you have experience with horses or donkeys, uh, that type of livestock, uh, this is a pretty cool thing. It's pretty amazing that he hops on the colt of a donkey that's never been ridden, rides down the road. And not only that, but we're going to find that there's some crazy stuff that goes on. Uh, well, I'll just read it. So, so the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them. And they brought the donkey and the colt and laid their clothes on them and set him on them. And a very great multitude spread their clothes on the road. Others cut down branches from the trees and spread them on the road. And the multitudes went before, and those who cried out, saying, Hosanna to Dave, son of David, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. So I want to talk about more of that later, but I have worked with donkeys. Uh, I've not worked with, I've not broke a donkey to ride, but I've worked with donkeys. When I was in college, actually, um, the first day of school, we were all given young horses. And I should say everybody was given young horses, except for uh, me and my friend Krista, we were given donkeys and donkeys are different than horses they have a different uh kind of a different mindset um and so it was good learning experience but one of the things that we had to do with our donkeys was um prepare them to do what's called a trail course and a trail course has uh obstacles basically basically it's a small obstacle horse course for horses. Normally you would ride through a trail course, but we would lead young horses through them and you'd have to go through a gate and you'd have to go over a jump. There might be a little wooden bridge that when you stepped on the bridge, it made a loud noise. Um, you might have to load your, uh, your donkey into, or your, or your foal, your colt into a horse trailer and then back it out again. 
you might have to walk between two logs or walk across uh, a bunch of logs laying on the ground. And in particular, my donkey didn't like stepping on things. And this is not unusual. And this is why in our course, we would have things to step on. Because when that horse naturally steps on something that makes a hollow sound, they don't want to step on that because that usually means, oh, this thing's going to fall. I'm going to fall in a hole. Um, horses don't naturally want to cross over wooden bridges. It's not a thing that they just do out in the wild. And so with my donkey, I remember one day uh, there was a tarp, a big one of those big blue tarps that we used to cover a bunch of wood shavings, had a big pile of wood shavings that we used in the indoor stalls. And we'd pulled it across the road and we were taking turns walking our horses over this tarp. And my donkey was not having any of it. He did not want to step on that tarp. And I remember people going to lunch and spending like an hour with this donkey, just trying to get him to pick up his hoof and put it on that tarp for just a second. Just that small victory of getting him to see like, hey, if I put my foot on this tarp, it's okay. It's okay. And uh, it taught me incredible patience uh, working with the horses that way, because you can't, you can't just like get out a whip and start beating them into it because it just makes the whole experience worse. And there are those people that uh, definitely try that technique. Um, but I think it's uh, in the long run, I think you're just making your horse more fearful. So anyway, why do I bring that up? Do you remember the story? People laid down their clothing on the road. They laid down branches on the road. And Jesus rode a donkey, the colt of a donkey, just a young one, never been ridden. He sits on it and rides it across these things. Now, for those of you that are not cowboys, horsemen, donkey trainers, etc., you may not think this is anything special at all, but I'll tell you, this is pretty amazing. This is pretty amazing. Um, at least it is to me. So uh, with me, me having spent hours with a donkey that didn't want to step on a tarp, just imagine getting it to walk across all these things without having the training, um, the years of preparation that its mother might have had. But here comes Jesus. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Here he is lowly and riding upon a donkey. Lowly and sitting on a donkey, a colt, a foal of a donkey. Anyway, thought I'd give you a different perspective than maybe you'd ever heard on that verse before. Um, God bless you. Talk to you next time.